Good morning, good morning. It is back live with the pot talk with your man Sam, the man. We are back live. And I got my phone fixed again. God damn it, the phone has been broke. Phone has been broke for some time now. Some time now. But we are back. The podcast is back live. We are at it. And it's April 22nd weekend. It's Sunday. Beautiful Sunday. Mother's birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday to my mother. Beautiful lady is in Jamaica right now enjoying herself. Enjoying herself. But I'm out making money. I got to work today. School in the morning. But it's okay. We'll keep grinding and keep hustling. The devil tries to get us down today on a Sunday, but we will not go. So God bless everybody who's listening. God bless those who are not listening. God bless me because, you know, I am the man. We're going to go on with this show because we got some pot. We got some talk. First up on my agenda today. Those Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. I do not know what is going on. I do not know what is going on, but I feel like we need a wake-up call. It was game three in Indiana. We lost. Uh, we gave up a 17-point lead at halftime. Um, I'm more disappointed in LeBron James' team. Not him. I mean, he can't do everything. You can't expect this man to be Superman of the basketball community because he already been there seven times in the finals. Eight times, I apologize. So you need to help him. George Hill, Jeff Green, Kevin Love, you know, J.R. Smith, Rodney Hood. You need to play playoff basketball. I'm just saying, there's certain players who are not playing playoff basketball. And it's players who are playing playoff basketball. I'm going to give you an example. Let's shift to the Western Conference. Derrick Rose of the Minnesota Timberwolves is playing playoff basketball. All your luck, he's telling y'all, I can play. Just let me play. I just want to play. I want to win. I want to be comfortable. He's comfortable in that system, and he's playing basketball. God damn it. I need those on the Cleveland Cavaliers to do the same. Rodney Hood, you got traded there. You need to play. Jordan Clarkson, first playoff, you need to play. Larry Nance, first playoff, you need to play. Jeff Green, first playoff in a while, you need to play. These players have little experience, but they need to play like they have a lot. Because I see Victor Oladipo last year, his first year was in the playoffs because with, with Russell Westbrook. He brought that same intensity of playing with Russ to the Pacers. And all of those players playing with that intensity. They're playing with higher intensity than my Cleveland Cavaliers. Even when we were up, the Indiana Pacers were playing with higher intensity than us. Even when we were up, they were had higher intensity than us. They wanted more. You feel me? They wanted more. And the problem with them wanting it more than us problem with them wanting more is that they might actually win. God damn it. They might actually do it. You know, I, I wasn't going to bet against Braun, but right now things are looking pretty bleak. People in Cleveland are not saying that they're going to win. They're saying, we're just going to watch the playoffs. They're saying, we're just going to hope for the best. I feel like that's completely whack. I'm just saying that's the most wackest thing you could ever say. Oh, I'm hoping we don't lose. And you all were in the NBA Finals last season. So hoping you lose, don't lose, you know, until the finals is a terrible way to look at it. I'm not even a Cleveland Cavalier fan, and I'm rooting for this man, LeBron, to go to the NBA Finals, you know. But let's shift our focus also back to the Western Conference. Minnesota pulled out a win in a tough series against those Rockets who shoot threes like the layups. Um, Big uh, shout-out to Derrick Rose. Uh, People have been doubting him. All year long, and he came out and again did what he did game one, um, scored uh, 15, 16, 17 off the bench, um, and put in a lot of work. He made it tough for Chris Paul out there. Him and Jeff Teague have been doing it all series long, uh, except for game two. Game two, Chris Paul really exploded. But games one and three, Chris Paul was damn near nobody out there, and that's what you need to do. Take one of them out of the game, uh, if not both, Harden and Paul. I know it's hard to do because, you know, they – 
want to shoot. They want to force you to foul them. They want to take a transition three. They want to take a three early in the shot clock. That's what the Rockets do. But Timberwolves are finding a way to um, play defense on them. And that's, and that's what's important. That Tom Thibodeau team, um, if, if you've seen the Celtics in the finals, if you've seen the Olympic teams, they find a way to defend you. They find a way to disrupt your favorite scores and, and make it tough on you to score. And they hold the ball a lot. I give you not. A time to offense holds the ball a lot, but they score. They are fucking scoring the ball against this Rocket team. That's what's important. They outscored them last game, and they actually kept up with them in the last two games scoring-wise. So, I mean, you got to really shout out to the, uh, that defense that Tom Tiddle is preaching because they got one more in Minnesota, and they can pull it up. I think that this upset I said can happen in the West can really happen, um, maybe. Um, but tonight we got those Raptors and those Wizards. Uh, we just pulled out a huge win in Washington. Last game, I did not get to see that game, but I heard it combined for about 56 points combined, Wall and Bill. And people were just talking about trading these guys that 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 quick. And now look at that, just simple one, what you know, see what one game can do to an entire team's offense. I mean, confidence. Sorry about that. The confidence um, of that Wizards team. Uh, but those Raptors, let's see what they could do. They're the number one team out there in the Eastern Conference. So maybe they can go ahead and just put their foot down and say, hey, we're not going to go let y'all, you know, get too tough and too bold and put them out of there. Uh, those Spurs, those Spurs, um, please rest in peace, uh, Greg Popovich's wife. Um, I know they're going through a tough time, that organization, uh, the passing of Greg Popovich's wife, Kawhi Lumi acting like a complete pussy. Um, I mean, it's been a tough year for us as Spurs fans. So any, any Spurs fans who know what we're dealing with, um, Please, please send your send your thoughts and your prayers to Greg Popovich. To Greg Popovich. Uh, I'm rolling this blunt right now, y'all. You know, rolling this blunt right now. Beautiful Sunday morning. Before I go to work, we will continue to talk about this pot and this basketball. Music wise, J Cole dropped him the best album of of the year possibly, and I have yet to listen to it. <laughs> Phone again has just gotten fixed. So KOD. Kids on drugs, kill our demons. You can't go overdose. Those were the three meanings behind his album. He also came at the head of Pump and and uh, Smoke Purple. Something I guess that's the boy's name. I don't listen to that. These rappers, um, but apparently they've been trolling J Cole online for weeks now, and, and he he said something to him apparently in his album. And Fabulous actually shot out, gave J. Cole a shout out and told him, hey man, um, shout out to the album, you stayed in your land, you showed that you're the king, and, and you hit new styles and new flows. I mean, you made a complete album, and, and again, we, we gotta get shout outs to when this dude, man. J. Cole really, as a song in the background is saying, he worked hard. He works hard in, in, in his shows. He's, he's, he's an artist. He's one of the best fucking rappers there is. Possibly, as he's saying, he can't get this shit. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get prop when prop are due. Same thing with when it comes to this basketball stuff. I know LeBron's the king, but you got to get props and props to do. Those paces are making it very tough for LeBron James to do what he wants to do. <laughs> and J. Cole just made it tough for these rappers to do what they want to do. Because once real music comes out, the world stops. You know what I'm saying? We pay attention. We watch what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And what's going on is J. Cole drops some fire. I'm not saying that these new rappers, Lil Pump and Small Purple, are not talented. I'm not saying that. But what... You know, by any stretch, it matter. And what I'm saying is that J. Cole put y'all on notice. Y'all not on this level. It's nice to be in the game. You're in the game, you know what I'm saying? But you're not killing it. Y'all not on this level yet. This man has his own record label. This man 
His name is Cole, literally, J. Cole, nigga. Y'all just now trying to become Cole. Feel me? Y'all ain't even Cole yet. Y'all, okay, you hot. Shit, but you ain't Cole. Shit, you ain't Cole. <laughs> it's one thing to be hot, it's another thing to be Cole. You know what I'm saying? Like, the boy in the, in the 90s, like, Mike, that nigga was Cole. Some other than players was hot, they was good. It wasn't Cole, like, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the players in the league, then you got the GOATs. You got the rappers in the game, and then you got the GOATs. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just stop referring to J. Cole and Kendrick and Jay Z and them niggas as rappers, Lil Wayne. Them niggas are the rappers. Them niggas are the goats. The rest of y'all niggas is rappers. You feel me? The rest of y'all niggas is rappers. These niggas are the goats of the game. So we're gonna respect the goats of the goddamn game. So shout out to J. Cole, um, going crazy. Uh, another shout out to uh, Kevin Hart. People uh, have not noticed, if you have noticed, he's been on tour. <laughs> he's been on tour. He just left Chicago, I think it was uh, about a week ago. Amazing tour, man. Y'all gotta give it up to that boy Kevin Hart. He's going harder, hard as he always does. He has YouTube series all over the place while he's still on tour. He's finding a way just to continuously make money and continuously make us laugh. So shout out to him. Uh, just Niche as well um, out there in Chicago doing her thing. Redhead comedian. Up next, we got this blunt road though, guys. We will be back with a little more pot talk when we get back. Yo, we are back. Oh, oh, oh. We back on this 420 weekend. Beautiful, beautiful 420 weekend. Shout out to those who celebrated a real nigga holiday this past Friday. Uh, I was at work all day Friday. I'm lying. The first half of the day I was getting tree tree high. And the next half I got to make me some tree tree money. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, but, you know, 420, we all know, that's, that's an everyday holiday kind of a thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not really a... Oh, 420, we smoke. Yeah, yeah. 420, we, we we decorate the house with, you know, marijuana garments and, you know, we eat pot things. You know what I'm saying? We do pot shit. We don't just smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a holiday, nigga. I'm just saying. Man, cannabis-infused juices and candies, goddamn. That, that's a holiday, nigga. I don't know what y'all talking about just smoking, nigga. Fuck just smoking. You getting fried, goddamn. Might take a tab or two, goddamn. Nah, nah. Say that before 19. But um, these playoffs, though, guys, these playoffs in 420 in the same weekend was, was a lot for me to handle because I actually still had to go to school. I'm still in college, y'all. I had to still go to school <laughs> on this beautiful holiday weekend, but I made it work. Goddamn like, yeah, I made it work. You know what I mean? Went to a carnival, wanted me a nice Charmander, Pokemon Charmander. You know, they said, throw this dart, win some. I said, nigga, I could throw a dart all goddamn day. Throw the dart, win some. You know what I'm saying? That's what I always say. I'm a man. <laughs> but I've never been to a carnival. That was very fun. Lost my hat, though. Lost my hat. Got the blunt rolled, y'all. So now we got the talk to go. So... NBA playoffs this weekend have been been very interesting this year. I've been telling people seeding to me does not matter. Like, look at those Utah Jazz. Look at those Pelicans. They are showing the world that we would have been here all year and we want to make a difference. We tired of these super teams, y'all call them. The, you know, super teams beating us. Blazers, y'all were good all year. Locked up that three seed, but you got your ass locked up right now at the playoffs by those Pelicans. Playoff Rondo and playoff AD. Here's my thing with AD. AD has been healthy probably one good year in his life. One good year in his life, everybody. And that one year they made the playoffs against Stephen Curry. Now, when they made it against Stephen Curry, 
people was doubting. They was like, ah, oh, you know, they okay, they all right, you know. But now they back, they healthy, you know, similar, same core, different point guard, you know, still got the main point guard, you know, got another guy who can run the offense, and that's Rondo. I mean, Rondo goes out there, he rebounds, he defends, he disrupts, and he makes people mad. He makes everybody mad. You saw the game, they was almost ready to fight. CJ McCullough couldn't hold his temper. He was like, I can't believe we still fucking lose. And they overreacted. And they overreacted. And guess what, guys? I just got in the car and don't have a motherfucking light. Ain't this about some shit? God damn it. I see where this light work, y'all. Uh-oh. We, we, we got a lighter that's working right now, y'all. Let's, let's hope it stays. It works for now. But anyway, back to what we were saying. These niggas did not. They was disturbed. Rondo disturbed them. Drew Holiday played defense. And now that you got two point guards who can disturb and play defense on you, and your main two players are guards, you're going to have some trouble. Let's hope, man, with this second round, we can preview this second round with them versus the Warriors. Uh, I don't know about the Marcus Cousins situation, but when you look at Stephen Curry's situation, we might not see neither one of them in the first game of game one. So if we're looking at the teams, the point guard matchup has to go to the, the Pelicans, obviously. Um, Without Drew Hill, Drew, excuse me, Drew Holiday's toughest task is now is going to have to come to guard Clay Thompson. Now, Clay Thompson, similar to CJ McCollum, he is the offense for that team. He is the offense for that team. Right now, him and Kevin Durant. So, you need to find somebody, Drew Holiday needs to find somebody if he's going to guard Kevin, if he's going to guard uh, Clay. They're going to have to find somebody who's going to do more than just disrupt them. They're going to have to be in their jersey the entire game. Because I watched how Danny Green and uh, Patty Mills got destroyed. I mean, destroyed games one and two by Klay Thompson. He was just shooting over the top. And so was Kevin Durant. So if you don't have anyone to guard those two players, you're going to have a long series. But luckily, they have Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday can go ahead and guard Klay Thompson and try to stop the perimeter threats and also try to stop those backdoor cuts that Warriors love to do with an offense from Kevin Durant or the center gets the ball at the top of the key. Now, when Kevin Durant gets the ball, what AD is going to have to do, he's going to have to come out of that paint. So now the guards, what's beautiful about the guards of the Pelicans, they rebound. Rondo is an excellent rebound. Drew Holiday is an excellent rebound. So if you got Anthony Davis guarding the perimeter, they're going to have to box out that big guy, which is not nine times out of ten. AD, I mean, McGee, or uh, what's the Petrullia, or it might not even be one of them. They might have a small lineup in. So if the Warriors count on their small lineup, the Pelicans have already won that. But if they go big, the Pelicans are going to have to crash the boards. And when Mecca Okafor gets to the game, he's going to have to crash the boards, especially if Anthony Davis is on the perimeter guarding Kevin Durant. I mean, Jesus Christ. If you got him guarding Kevin Durant, you need boards. You need boards. But with the advantage that the Warriors will have is Audrey Iguodala and Draymond Green. They're two of the hardest players to guard because what they're topsy-turvy. You don't know if one night they're going to be completely hot from downtown or they're going to be completely cold from downtown. And since they're a threat to shoot sometimes, they can always drive and kick and also have athletic enough to finish. So they're very dangerous players because they're like the biggest X-factors we have in, in the league. And one of them is a damn finals MVP. So we got to put some respect on the nigga's name, okay? Beating the Warriors is not an easy task, especially a team that, if you look at their playoff record since they got Kevin Durant, these niggas have literally lost one time. I'm just saying. One or two times. So, with that being said, this is probably going to be one of the hardest series for John Rondo and his Pelicans, or Anthony Davis and his Pelicans this year. So, we'll see what happens there. Uh, 
We shifted over to the Eastern Conference. Who do we have tonight? It's four games tonight, y'all. I gotta double check my internet sources. This pot, though, this pot is good. You know, it causes me to forget. Oh, speaking of games, I almost did not speak of that Miami Heat game. Uh, those 76ers, uh, they're up 3 1. They are up 3 1 in the Eastern Conference, and um, that's pretty big. Um, that's pretty big. People are really, um, you know, they've been doubting that rookie all year, Ben Simmons. Uh, I think, even though I think Donovan Mitchell is a, is a rookie of the year, that's a little Michael Jordan, if you ask me. But, uh, the 76ers beat Dwayne Wade and Heat in Miami two games in a row. Beat them two games in a row. Now they got to just close out at home tomorrow night or Tuesday night, I believe it is. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, all year long, I've been doubting those Sixers. They came into the playoffs hotter than any other team. They was on that huge winning streak. Um, Goddamn. It is tough. It is tough. Um, I don't know. Dwayne, if you get knocked out by the Sixers, then I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be kind of hurt. But at the same time, I won't be as hurt as uh, if you, if you would have lost in the second round. What's going on, dog? Need that nigga number again. Oh, well, Anchor, we'll be right back, y'all. We'll be right back.